It's New Year, New Me. No, not much new, except for the black lip that I currently have, not because I've been training, but because my dog had butted me a couple days ago. And uh, it was very dramatic. I think I got concussed. I'm joking. But she gave me a f fucking fat lip, which I don't think I've ever had, uh, which is funny. Uh, so I was walking around with like this big black thing hanging. Anyway, welcome to Cage Side 2022. We've made it. We're officially over a year, I believe, at this point yeah. doing the show. Um, lots have has been accomplished. Tons to go. Things are just starting to pick up. I'm very excited for this year. Uh, I've been, we haven't done a show in what, like a week, two weeks. Yeah, it was impossible to get people for the holidays, but, um, I've been working behind the scenes, trying to lock awesome guests down. We got some cool sponsors lined up that we're going to have, uh, blessing us within the next couple episodes, maybe even starting this episode. If I lock everything down and, uh, you know, editing still must happen. So maybe I'll add them in. I don't know. Regardless, very soon, I'm very pumped for that. On today's show, we have Chris Barnett. Chris Barnett enter, entered all our lives, uh, at least through the UFC, very recently with um, with a big old splash. And I say that because I had seen clips of him before on social media, uh, before the UFC. But once he started coming out with the energy that he comes out with, and decided to do like flips and land on his ass and do all this fucking crazy shit in the octagon. Um, even people in Puerto Rico, like social media in Puerto Rico that have nothing to do with MMA, were posting it. So I was like, all right, this energy is is contagious. I need to get him on the show. So um, recently when I asked who we should have on the show this year, he came up several times. And I reached out and here we go. We got him on the show. So very excited. Going to be good. Mr. Beast Boy. Beast Boy is a is a is an aggressive nickname. Yeah. Beast Boy. Kind of like it. Alliteration. Always good. Yeah, that was my nickname in high school. I'm joking. I say that all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know, I say that all the time. That's like my dad joke at home. Anytime something's funny or inappropriate, I say that was my nickname in high school. Or or my band, the name of my band in high school. My eight-year-old loves it, and now he's, like, repeating it. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> you see him landing on the Thanksgiving dinner table? That was ESPN, by the way, who posted that. When you when you hear dinner's ready. <laughs> I was impressed by the flips. You know, I feel like I would be so scared to flip incorrectly and break my neck. I'm not that guy. It's like you win the fight and then you break your neck on your own court. It could happen. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, had to get surgery in his shoulder. Uh, Johnny Walker. Yeah. Because he wanted to do the worm. <laughs> Can we? We're professional athletes, right? Like, let's not go doing the worm and ruining your career. Oh, I think I think somebody just popped on. My cousin told me, start wearing glasses on the show. You're embarrassing the family. Oh, what's up, Chris? Can you hear me? Hey, yeah. Can you yeah. hear me? Yeah. Can you, see me? can you see me okay, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, uh, are you, yeah, I can hear, see you good. Am I, am I cool? Right. I'm good. 
No, you're great. We're using a okay. new platform here. So which is part of the reason why we're a couple minutes behind on sending you the link. We used to use Zoom. And then today I was like, no, we got to try the new thing. And then I'm like, shit, I don't know how to do it. So yeah. but here we are. <laughs> Dude, thanks for being on the show, man. You're the first guest of the of the year, of the new year. Ooh, all right. And we're, and we're starting strong. I, nice. I don't know, Gabby. I mean, we're like I said, we're learning this new tool. But if you want to, if you can, you can maybe go full screen on him uh, most of the time, if you like. Nobody wants to see, nobody wants to see my face. Um, now, you just did the opposite there. There you go. Uh, we're having fun over here with this with this technology. Uh, brother, thanks for being on the show. Um, I was telling Gabby how you how you entered at least my life on social media. Um because you made such a splash when you went into the UFC with with your positive energy and your your physical abilities that uh, even people. So I'm from Puerto Rico and, and the, I follow a lot of like, you know, um, uh, podcasts, I guess, over there. Yeah, yeah, they were all posting your shit of like when you were doing the flip and everything. And I'm like, all right, this guy's going big. I got to get him on the show. So nice. welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um. Can you so where so where do you train out of right now? Where are you at? Uh right now I'm in Athens, Georgia. But uh me, dude, I'm I'm such a, a gym rat. Like uh I literally like I, I'll go everywhere, man. Um uh like uh what? Yeah, right now I'm in Georgia, but in a week or so, actually I'm, I'm supposed to go out to Cali to watch um uh what that Nganu game fight. So um we'll go out there, then hopefully by the time I get back, maybe pop up to um Ohio. I think the steep has got some stuff in the works apparently. So, uh, maybe pop up to Ohio for a little bit, maybe go to Miami. Uh, I got an invite down there. I got an invite actually to train with, uh, uh, Cyril gain for this fight, but you know, the whole COVID thing trying to get over to France and then it mutating and hopping up and what is the IHU now? Like when, you know, with all that going on. So, uh, well, just I'm, trying to, I'm trying. to go too far, you know, mess around, bring something back or whatever. But, uh, but nah, man, yeah, just, uh, Right now, training here in Atlanta, between Atlanta and Athens, and then with uh, my, um, my one of my head coaches, Scott Barrett. He's got a, a gym up in um, was it Cleveland or Lula, Florida, or Lula, Georgia, and I'll head up there. But uh, but yeah, right now, main we'll say main home training place is uh, good old Georgia. <laughs> okay, um, and do you travel to all these different gyms and camps uh, just to keep on developing your skills, uh, or just for the opportunity? Cause you're enjoying the ride. Like what's, what's the mentality behind getting all these different experiences? It's crazy now because, um, <laughs> being in the UFC, it's more to gain than, um, well, now that I say that out loud, it, it, it's in the beginning, I was, I was willing to just go out there and be a, a punching bag, be a dummy, you know, whatever you needed. Hey, I'm here. If you need me to do this a certain way, I'm going to do this. I don't care what happens to me. You are the important, you know, aspect of this, of this camp. This is, you brought me out here for this. Now it's all right. Well, let's, let's see what I can take from this. Okay. You know, Hey, let, let, let's Hey, Hey coach, let me ask a question. I, I ask questions now, instead of just being that, you know, uh, training dummy, um, but uh, but yeah, like I, I'll I'll bounce around um, and like like, for instance, I'll just use as, as an example, especially with Alistair. Uh, when I was helping Alistair out, my main thing was literally just to be that person he needed me to be. When I was helping Stipe, I was D.C. I'm talking I, like I would come into the gym and everything. Hey, boy, you think you're ready for me? It's your boy, D.C. Not today, Stipe. We're going to like I, I go full on. What do they, they call it? Method acting. I go yeah. full on 
character when I when I you know when I would go to camps and stuff and um uh now I'll say it's more or less I still give them whatever they need but I'm not as uh I don't I don't get as stupid with it like you know what I mean like if I'm hurt I'll be like hey look y'all I got a fight coming up too you got to fight right. hey if I want to make it to the fight cuz all of a sudden all of a sudden, you're also, it's like, I got, I got, it's my name too. I need you to be this guy for me. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? But I, I will say during camps, uh, they've, they've asked me before. Like, I've actually gone to camps, um, especially with, with the Steep Eight. Yeah, both of them actually. Uh, I've gone to their camps before. And as soon as we got done with their work, they were like, you know, uh, with, with Alistair, um, Mr. Burnett, um, what would you like to work on next? You know, I've got my, what, what do you need? And I'm like, Nothing, man. What do you need? You know, and, and instead of saying that nothing now, I actually, you know, I'm like, oh, hey, if you could work, you know, this overhand right real quick for me, you know, type stuff. So that's the only thing that's really changed. I'm just more I'm I'm not as quiet. You know what I mean? I know they knew I had questions, you know, because I'd go I'd go behind and be like, hey, coach, come here real quick. Can I just talk to you real quick? And it's different, too. The coaches actually, you know, they give more of a response now instead of just, oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, don't throw it like that. Just throw it like this. You know, keep it moving. So um, it, it's 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 been everything still, you know, been been a positive on it. But uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I still go into these to these camps and stuff green you know i consider it you know being green just so i can learn as much as possible from these what i still consider greats you know um so let's let's find a way to get back to this uh moment in time for you can we go like all the way back to grow like how you grew up what your family dynamic was like what you were into how do you become who you are today who we who you got time nah uh Let's see. Started uh, in Zaragoza, Spain. I just happened to be the fastest one, man. I just, you know, I just <laughs> I just happened to be the fastest one. I made it, you know, popped out. Boom. I'm here now. Uh, I'll say the whole uh, MMA aspect. We'll, we'll, we'll start with that. I uh, started competing in martial arts when I was. Wait, really, I'm sorry. Were you really born in Spain? Yeah. Yeah. Zaragoza, Spain. Yep. Zaragoza. No, that's the bad thing. OK, I was oh, on it was, it was, it was Spanish. Right. <laughs> I wish I actually have been working on it because I've done a couple of uh, podcasts and interviews with guys like literally from Spain, Barcelona, Madrid. And then they're like, oh, man, we're going to have to translate this whole thing. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> See, yeah. But yeah, no, nah, um, I was in uh, my, my pops was in the Air Force. So that's why you know I was born in Spain. It actually was going to be like. I forgot what part of Germany, but it was going to be some part of Germany, but he had to, he got some type of direct call or whatever and had to get over there quick. And next thing you know, <laughs> I pop out, you know, so, um, but yeah, born, born in Zaragoza, Spain. And that's one reason why I don't speak uh, Spanish fluently. Like I, there was at one point where I had it, like I had it pretty good. And then when we moved to the States, it was a rap rap completely. Cause when you're over there on the base, they, they, they push English more than they push anything on, on the military basis, you know? So you're, you're actually, you get a chance to learn it, but like, they're like, okay, yeah, that's cool. You don't know it, but do you know if I say go over there and you know what I mean? That's their whole thing, you know, especially with the military base type thing. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I've been doing the little, my Rosetta stone sleeping at night with an on and whatnot, you know, como se llama. I'm getting there, baby. I'm getting there, you know, but, uh, but yeah, no. So yeah, born in Spain, um, lived there for a hot little minute, uh, bounced around. I think we actually ended up moving back to Germany, France, all these other weird little places. Uh, then moved to the States um, around, shoot, how old am I? 
I don't even, I don't know. It, it, there was there was so much moving going on because it was like Spain, Germany, uh, Colorado, Texas, Georgia, uh, Alabama. You know what I mean? So there, there was a lot of a lot of movement going on. But even in all that movement, we still found a way to stay connected as a family through martial arts, which is that's one reason why I hold Taekwondo so key to me, because I started that um think four yeah four years old um even with the movement and stuff many many different instructors and whatnot but um at the end of the day that's where as a busy family we would always meet you know somehow some way we would always find our way back together as a family at the taekwondo place you know so uh taekwondo four years old what is that Uh oh that thing burnt the whole hole in this thing uh taekwondo four years old um from there who we I got out of Taekwondo because one, I was jealous. My brother actually became like the AAU Olympic team captain. Um, he was winning nationals, winning all these other like tournaments and whatnot. And I, I couldn't keep up. Like I was noticing all the attention he was getting and I wasn't getting that. And I was the baby, you know what I mean? I'm supposed to be getting that attention. Why is he getting that attention? You know? So I switched from Taekwondo to wrestling when I got to high school, but um, my pops kept me in football. I don't even think he knows this, but to this day, I've never really even liked football. I never liked playing it or anything, but I noticed what it did for me when I got on that wrestling mat. So I stayed in, so I stayed in football because of the workouts and stuff, you know, and then the coaches loved me because me, I'm working on wrestling moves while I'm trying to take these guys down. Like, you know what I mean? Like what, what, what a tackle is I'm out there double-legging guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on, on shots and stuff, you know, but um, I end up like, North Georgia player of the year, state player, all this stuff, you know, and then football actually ends up giving me, um, it, it got me later on once the story, once we get there, another scholarship. But, um, so I'm wrestling, I'm doing good or whatever. Uh, my brother's still exceeding in Taekwondo at this point, he's, uh, heading out to Colorado to go train at the Olympic training center type stuff, you know? Um, right. And I'm 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 just now Chris Penn, the guy in nine seconds. You know, I made the paper for for my fastest pin. I was like, all right, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, Kurt. You know, uh, but uh, but yeah. So from there, <clears throat> uh, me, I did the wrestling. I slowed down in Taekwondo completely because I got my brother over here outshining anybody that even if if you try to outshine him he's got another switch that's going to make it brighter you know so he's doing his thing over there actually if you google him now there's not a person from uh the southeast that's done remotely close to what he's done and uh but yeah that's that's a whole nother whole nother thing so uh wrestling wise i do well i get scholarship offers here and there left and right um but also have that you know i don't i don't like it but if football is going to pay for school, why not? You know, I got that in the back of my mind too, you know, so I do the wrestling thing. I get to Campbellsville university, which is when I tell you, when you think of a small college, think of that and then think smaller. So this was a small Christian school full ride though. So I ain't got nothing to, you know, I ain't got nothing to pay. I ain't got to talk to mama and them. My mom was like, Hey, Sally Mae's not going to be calling me again. You know, we, we ain't have to work nothing because we got that full ride, you know? So I go to Kentucky. Who, man, <laughs> I knew something was wrong when on the first day of spring, it snowed. It snowed. <laughs> I was like, what to say for me? This, is, this isn't for me. I stayed there about a year or whatever. Uh, actually got my wrestling up there. Um, Coach Frankie James, who that man, 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 oh, man. He wrestled at Oklahoma. That guy right there. 
he makes he makes boys into men. I will tell you that much. I learned a lot of life lessons from him. And uh, I take that to this day. Actually, I just spoke to him about a month ago. Oh, yeah. Right before the fight and whatnot. But um, but yeah, Frankie James molded me, made me. But Kentucky, I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it in Kentucky, you know. But what's crazy is actually the whole MMA, I'll say, spark, maybe mindset. Uh, I had a friend named Ben Elder. He was doing judo while we were on the wrestling team. And uh, he was like, hey, you know, you should come check this out. I know you did Taekwondo. And that's when, especially during those days, this is like 2006, 7, 8-ish, everybody, karate and uh, Taekwondo and MMA was just a joke. It was just a joke. You know, no one expected it at all. So he's telling me, you know, you you did Taekwondo, so, you know, you should come try this MMA thing. Um, But I'm telling you now, you're going to have to lose that Taekwondo and stick to your wrestling and ground and pound. And I was like, that really set a spark in me. And we, you know, we actually got a chance to roll and we did some, you know, college kids doing MMA stuff or whatever. Uh, and me with the Taekwondo and the, the, the wrestling and stuff, I had a huge advantage because even in Taekwondo, we learned little joint locks during our one steps and stuff. So uh, I didn't know what an arm bar was, but damn it. I knew if your arm bit that way, you didn't want it. You know, you were going to tap, you know, so um, I kind of got a spark for it there, but it wasn't really that serious for me. You know, I was like, okay, cool. I can beat y'all up, whatever. You know, I'm not I'm in Kentucky. Let me stop. You know, (laughs) Um, I actually end up joining the football team there in Campbellsville. And um, this is during that spring spring practice. But I don't plan on playing. I just knew I wanted that same workout that I was going to get when I was in high school the workout that I would get playing football and, you know, doing wrestling. So I joined that up. And of course um, it's a, what Campbellsville, their football team's a, a NAIA, I think yeah, NAIA football team, but the wrestling squad's like, I think D2 or D3 or something like that. Um, so I joined the football team and man, it's, it's, <laughs> it's an NAIA school. Like I'm not saying I'm whatever. Cause I know I'm not, I'm not, I know I'm nothing, especially when it comes to football, but I shouldn't have been doing what I was doing with these guys that, you know what I mean? Like we're talking full scholarship to this yeah. school. And I just walked on because I wanted to work out. That was it. That was it. I end up playing fullback. I never carried the ball before. I was a defensive tackle and a center in high school. They handed me the ball, and I was like, okay, wait a minute. Oh, I watched two uh, Barry Sanders videos, and I was like, so you telling me I can spin? I was a black tornado. Like, as big as I am, they were like, yo, just jump <laughs> him over. No, I'm going to make this look pretty. Watch this, baby. Ah. <laughs> and that came, from that, that came from that Taekwondo also. You know what I mean? Like, being able to hit, spin, da 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 I did learn my lesson about cleats and grass and trying to spin. My ankle, like, popped six times one time. And I was like, yeah. So I spun, but my ankle stayed still. You know? Right. So, <laughs> that went cool. But, okay, so... We do all that. I end up getting a scholarship. Like there's a scout from USF that comes and he's like, hey, who's that guy? And the coach is like, he's trying to explain it. He's like, he's a wrestler. He's trying to explain to this guy. He's got other guys, but they're like, no, that guy right there. And I'm like, no, hey, man, look, I got a scholarship here. I'm not trying to deal with nothing. They said, oh, you got a scholarship here. What about this? And incentives. And I was like, Mm. okay, so you mean to tell me, (laughs) I never believed that whole, when college kids went to school, you know, people would do certain things for them or, you know what I mean? Like try to impress you, try to, try to sway you. Man, 
<laughs> I'll just on, say, give me something. Give me right. something. What was, what was the most shocking thing they offered? If you can't say. Um. Um. Oh, I don't want to get nobody in trouble, but uh, the, I, I was going to be taken care of, and I can say they 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 bamboozled me because what they gave me, whatever it was, a car. What they gave me. <laughs> I'm gonna have to, you know, they give you the car, but you got to make the payments. Like, <laughs> oh, is that true? Well, what the hell? What What does that even mean? They, they give you debt. They give you debt. They. It was basically. Um, I didn't have to pay for books either. Like and like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was weird. Like uh, the little things that were quote unquote supposed to help me out, but my whole thing was it wasn't Kentucky. It was Florida. That was my like literally. That's what grabbed me out of out of all of it because it's snowing on the first day of spring. That was that was stuck in my head. I will never forget that. Like I'm in shorts and a t-shirt. Uh, I walk outside and I said, "Oh, uh, wait a minute. It's oh, <laughs> why? What what is going on? You know." So, um, back to the story. I guess technically we go to Florida. Get down there. Um, I end up um, playing for USF. We actually went number two that year. Uh, this is what, 2008? Yeah, 2008. Uh, we go number two, like, not because of me. I'm just there. Let's, <laughs> let's just be honest. I'm just there. Uh, but yeah, we end up going number two that year. And it, like, I mean, uh, it's almost like a, a Disney story. Everything that could happen to me happened in a positive way, you know? So it's like, I'm I'm sitting there overjoyed with this new experience that's going on and I don't I don't feel stuck anymore cuz in Kentucky that like we I think we had a we had a Lowe's a Walmart that closed at 11 a Sonic and oh we what else uh oh in the school I guess I mean if you wanted to count that as like the fourth building you get to Florida there's literally something to do every night Every night there's something to do, you know, so I get down there what was a whole new world since we're talking about Disney, you know, um, and I don't handle that. I'm now that I'm an adult. I don't handle that. Well, I'm out every night, every night dancing, doing whatever I, 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 I'm I've been coddled and held in because one Athens at the time was small. You took me to Campbellsville, which was smaller than Athens. You put me in Tampa, Florida. I bust out that Pokeball and didn't look back. Like there was no, <laughs> there was no looking back. Um, which, which, which ends up turning into me being out so much. These guys come up to me and they're like, Hey, uh, we see your dance moves and what you're doing. Do you do martial arts? And I'm like, you know, in my head, you know, if you're in a club battling or whatever, you just think these guys are trying to get one up on you. So I'm like, yeah, I know a little something. <laughs> Ah, ah. They're like, okay, hey, no, we don't want none of that. We just, we just want to hand you this, and they hand me a card for an MMA tryout. Right. Hey, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't just gloss over that. So you're popping, locking, and dropping in a club in Florida, and you're thinking you're just—you <laughs> were thinking you're just about to battle somebody, but instead they hand you a flyer to join MMA. The way they came up to me, like you know, it, it, you already. <laughs> 
we probably already just like battled like you know earlier that night we you know ah we out there boom 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 and i'm i'm sweaty um you know there's no reason to come up to me unless you want to battle some more that's the only reason you should come up to me and these guys the way they came up i didn't see the flyers in their hand so instantly in my mind i'm already uh, okay where we at uh oh oh way through i'm already there and they're like hey whoa wait buddy hey take this it's and how, sweet, how sweet and optimistic you are. You didn't think that they were going to fight you or like steal your money. You just, you're, let's go. I'm going to tell you right now, everybody in my mind has good intentions until it goes bad. That's the, like everybody, I give you the benefit of the doubt. And then when it goes bad, don't look at me like I'm the bad guy. That's, a, <laughs> that's where I'm at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, but as soon as that benefit turns into doubt, then that's when we got a problem. But uh, but yeah, no, they the way they walked up because you got to think I'm already in battle mode. Like, you know, battle mode is almost like fight mode. You got to be on point because if not, you could lose that night. And that's the worst feeling. I'd rather lose in a fight than in a battle. Now I think about it, like <laughs> right. you got everybody looking at you and you're just like, oh, man. Yeah, but yeah, bigger walk of shame on the way home. Then yeah, uh... that, that's a long walk out that club. It's, don't let it be a long walk to the door. Ooh, we man. DJ calling you out. Oh, we saw you slip on the banana. Oh, can't have that, you know. Uh, but yeah, so these dudes, they come up to me, um, and they're with the XFC. That's the name of the the organization at the time. Um, uh, they give me the flyer. Um, yeah, let's just be honest. I'm I'm chocolate wasted at this point. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at it and I'm like, all right, guys, yeah, whatever. So I look at it, I read it, and I said, oh, I saw a guy, I think it was a Muay Thai guy, like, throwing a kick. So I look at it, and I say, I don't know what this has to do with dancing. Oh, and I read it. Oh, tryout, fighter tryout, boom. I really don't even remember taking the card with me to get home, but apparently I did. Because when I woke up, I looked at the card again, and I was like, oh, I woke up like it was my job to go there. So that that might have been a sign that, you know, maybe this was for me because I was rushing like I was late, like like I was supposed to be there, like I had to be there. But I'm also still hungover. So I show up and <laughs> there's at least at this time, there's at least 100, maybe 110 people uh, waiting to for this for this shot. Some of these guys have been working hard and training and, you know, <laughs> busting. And they knew about this competition six months prior to I came in here drunk. Like, <laughs> I just, ain't no other way to put it, but I showed up and I showed out, apparently. So we started doing drills and stuff. And you got to think, I've still been playing football and doing wrestling and stuff. So I'm and dancing or whatever. You can say dancing or whatever. Go dance for about 30 minutes and then try to do it the rest of the night. I used to dance for at least like three to four hours straight sometimes. So, uh, so I'm doing all that. Uh, Real quick, the, da the dancing, you, you, did, you, did you take lessons in dancing or were you just into that, that, that lifestyle and like just knew how to do it? How did that come about? Lessons, Turbo and Ozone were my teachers. Breaking one and two. And then when you guys serve came out and that was the whole battle scene with more than two people then i had to jump on that you know what i mean but now nah, i never took lessons or anything it was just always just straight from the tv mc hammer videos you know any missy elliott videos any video i could watch that, that's where i was at with the dancing world no professional dancing training none of that i was just out there i love it dude I, this might be my favorite how you started fighting story but continue please because i'm very <laughs> Very. I'm, I'm, this this is either a Disney movie that like some right, 
<laughs> it's going to be on Disney Plus in a year. I'm telling you, the way this ends, who we? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're we're in there doing the training. Um, we're just doing drills, and I'm seeing people drop out left and right. Which initially, I'm not gonna lie, I was looking at it and I was like, "Why am I here? This is dumb. I don't even want to." When I started seeing people like sit ups and push ups, they they're they're falling out from that. I was like, "Hey, man, you might have a chance. Let's stay." So we're, we're down to like maybe. 90 people yeah like 20 people have dropped out now just from push-ups sit-ups run around the building you know do a jump jump a jack type thing now me being a bigger guy i sweat when i tie my shoes sometimes so immediately immediately i start sweating like there's no there's no ifs ands or buts about it i start sweating uh, plus i've already got i've got alcohol in my system so you know i'm sweating probably smell fantastic just the the liquor coming out of those pores (laughs) there's a coach there's a coach in there. Uh, he goes, hey, man, which one of y'all been drinking tequila before y'all came in here? And I was like, well, that guy, him, right? I can tell it on him. <laughs> Mexican next to me. <laughs> I'm pointing to everybody but myself because I was like, oh, they're going to kick me out even though I'm doing good <laughs> at this point. So we get to the – make it to the second round of the whole thing. Uh, and now it's the sparring round. And I was like, okay, well – I'm just going to Taekwondo fight. I don't know, you know, I don't know jujitsu. I don't know anything else. Uh, we get to the MMA sparring round. So I knew they knew something was up when we got to the sparring round. I'm, I'm bodying people. Boom, boom. But I'm not throwing punches. I'm only throwing kicks because in, in Taekwondo, you only throw punches to the chest. So I'm not throwing punches. I'm just throwing kicks and whatnot. But what's cool about MMA is I can kick you in the leg. So I'm kicking. I am tearing people up with my roundhouse kick that normally goes to the body to the leg and they're like ah i got people tapping from leg kicks and stuff my my third round pops up and i hit the spinning side kick boom drop him this dude named paul me and him are still cool to this day uh he actually makes uh leather wallets and stuff now i've got two of them uh but yeah i hit paul with the spinning side kick my man paul looked at me and said <laughs> and almost threw up and he stopped and he goes what was that and I said, was it legal? I don't because I don't know the rules. <laughs> I'm looking around. Like, Whoa, was it? Am I so, sorry? Am I not sorry? <laughs> yes. Did I win? Uh, the I see the whole crew. And at the time, uh, which ugh, God, the president of that organization at the time, he talked his way out of an MTV made thing. So the MTV was there recording. Um, we had the XFC little camera crew there recording, like HD net. Everybody was there recording, and this dude talked his way out of it, basically. But whatever. Uh, so I'm doing all this. They all come up to me. They all, uh, they're like, "Hey, who are you? Are you sandbagging? What are you? How do you do this? You know, this type of thing." And I'm like, "Dude, hey, man, hey, bro, I was I was drunk dancing in the club last night. Like, <laughs> I'm getting interrogated now, and it they're because they think I'm they think I'm a professional fighter already." With me landing that kick, they're all lost and confused or whatever. And I told them straight up, I was like, no, not at all, you know. So uh, they, they they don't stop taping or whatever, but they they have a little break. Every one of the coaches from that gym, the XFC gym on Nebraska and Tampa, uh, it's been gone, but us to shoot it out. Uh, they came up to me. They were like, man, where where are you? You're from here? What are you this, 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 and that? And my, I'll say, I've probably sweated all the alcohol out by this point. <laughs> so it's starting to hit me like, hey, wait a minute. These guys are intrigued. You know what I mean? So I've never been the type to like, you know, let me, let me 
let me fish for compliments. I just tell them, I'm like, nah, man, I dance. They're like, you don't, you don't train or nothing. I said, nah, I dance. <laughs> they were like, for real? I was like, yeah, man, nah, I dance. I play football. You know, other than that, I dance. And they were like, wow. All right. Yeah, man. Hey, after this is over, stay in the gym. Even if you don't win today, stay in the gym. I'll never forget that. Actually, the guy who just cornered me my last fight, Shaba Bonus, was one of the key people that told me to stay in the gym. He said, regardless, if you win or lose, the talent that you have, I need you to stay in the gym, which is crazy. And now he's still here to this day. But anyways, uh, so they tell me stay in the gym. I um, we, we go back to the competition. Round three is, is jujitsu and wrestling. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know no jujitsu. <laughs> so we get to the wrestling aspect, and I'm just pinning people. That's it. They're like, all right, you got to finish them. And I'm like, well, if you would count it as a pin, I'd be done. <laughs> They're looking at me and I'm like, hello, he's down. Hello. Are you not going to call it? All right, fine. I'll spin around. I'll do another move. I had all of, I think I had like two, two matches. They could have ended quick because in my mind, I got the pin in under a minute on both of these guys. On both of them. In under a minute, I had them down. I had my, had my hook in here. Had the leg locked. And I'm like, so nobody's gonna call this. So we're just gonna sit here. All right. Well, I guess we're gonna sit here. And it got to the point where I just let the let let the guy up just to get takedown points to make sure I won on points because I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I had no idea how a jujitsu tournament ran or whatever. But that was pretty much what they were looking for. They were they were running jujitsu tournament styled, you know, whatever. So I get to my little round and they're like. You're not sandbagging. You you really aren't a professional fighter. And I'm like, I told y'all, man. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to just be like, I'm a drunken master. Y'all gonna leave me alone. But at that time, I'm like, no. I like I said, I'm a black belt in Taekwondo. I played football. Other than that, that's it. And they were like, wow, you know. So, um, a little a little note that no one really knows. I didn't technically win that first XFC fighter tryout. A guy named Julio Gallegos. One and he went on to beat um Shane Prim, who was actually in the UFC. And after that, we never saw Julio again. But um, but yeah, so I never won the XFC fighter trial, but they told me to stay in the gym. I stayed in the gym and boom. That's that's pretty that is the beginning origin story. I take that wait, origin story to start with the pro fighting. So I stayed in the gym. Two weeks later, I'm fighting Jonathan Ivey, a guy with a hundred plus pro fights as my pro debut. I'm fighting Jonathan Ivey with 100 plus pro fights, and then boom, that's where we take off. <laughs> Jesus, ah, uh, that was a great story. Hey, well, <laughs> it, but so what do you what do you think is the reason for all your? So I, I feel like I have the worst luck. Not the worst luck, as in like thing like I'm I. I'm very blessed with my family and with my life and with everything, you know, so I'm not talking in that sense, but I'm not the type of guy who's going to, you know, get the raffle prize at the event. I'm not the guy who's going to get the phone call for whatever idea I had. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you feel like you're just, you just were hand, you know, handed that, that uh, kind of throughout your life where you had some really good opportunities and you put yourself, um, best foot forward in that moment and then it worked for you or like what do you what do you account for that um i'd have to say uh what do they say hard work and and luck opens up opportunities i will say that because like even with 
Oh man. Um well I don't know. There there've been I've been I'll take advantage of an opportunity. That I'll say that much. And then I'm a I'm a big fan of karma. Like I believe as long as I'm doing good and spreading out positivity, it's gonna come back to me. Yeah, there's gonna be negativity that's gonna happen, but my positivity should always outweigh that negativity. You know what I mean? Um so that that's always been my MO is like it's life. You're gonna do some messed up stuff, messed up stuff's gonna happen to you. But I feel like if you can always outweigh it with something positive, then something good is gonna happen in return, you know. Um and to me, it's always been like that in my life. Like I know when I'm I'm being a a a, a dumb head. You know what I mean? I know when I'm whatever and I've noticed the difference in my life. Like, it's just like, ugh, like, I don't like that. You know what I mean? So definitely since I'll say 20 ish or whatever, I've always pushed to what I put out there. I know I'm going to get back. And then there's a lot of times where karma has got jokes, you know, and they'll, they'll, they'll push you down to where you're like, you know what? And then on the flip side, you don't expect something and oh my God, it comes tenfold, you know? So that's always been my MO, just making sure I do what I need to do to be the best version of me because I know everybody else around me can, can absorb something from that, you know? So the whole karma, then what you do or what you give is what you get kind of thing. That's, that's been my, my MO. I say that, that's what's gotten me to this point of just being able to to know it helps you sleep easier too to know that you know you ain't got nothing crazy going on you don't have whatever you have less stress you know and that that'll be another thing i guess i add on to it is me having less stress because i know i'm not out here you know doing this or doing that or i'm not not you know taking advantage of this or or i don't say taking advantage like in that manner but like i'm not doing anybody wrong so i know i'm i'm okay you know what i mean i don't have too many enemies and that's so that and that feels really good you know it's it, to to um to to confirm that positive energy that you put that you're saying that you that you try to treat everybody with and that that shit comes through the screen like i mean i'm sure you've heard it already but like i felt it I felt it on like watching you perform. Then I felt it every time I saw a goddamn clip get posted. It, <laughs> it, it, it makes you smile. Like it makes you happy. It makes you, you know, that it, dude, it's the same thing as the negative shit that you see that just brings you down. Right. Like yeah. when you see things, oh, you know, on social media, on the news, all this negative shit, it, it takes you. Um, but in your case, it's like, you're putting on a perform like it's entertainment. Meanwhile, you're also being a hell of an athlete, obviously, and you're doing your job, um, but you're also creating something that people want to see and people want to share. So congratulations, I guess I can say. I don't know. <laughs> but it's, it's, cool. it's cool, man. It's it's a good thing to do. It's a good thing to be. Um, and obviously, it's just, it's just in your nature. It's not like you're purposely trying to do it. Um, I just think it's going to open up, continue to open up opportunities, and, and your Disney movie is going to be fantastic. I can't wait to watch it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so so where are you now in your career how are you feeling about it where do you want to be what's next kind of where's your head at now who where am i at now um i'm here dude and i'm i'm, I'm living every moment as you know as as should be uh not 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 uh 
not being dumb uh with with you know with with the things that I've quote unquote been blessed with now um but just just taking advantage of the situation because I've been that that fighter that hey man I just need some mat time well mat time is gonna be two hundred dollars and it's just like dude come on man like you <laughs> I just fought last week for 150 and 150 you want me to <laughs> yeah Lee you know what I mean so uh it's 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 great in that manner you know um where i'm at with it now is it's crazy man like because <laughs> i've been on i've i can I've, i can say i've been on almost every level of this thing man uh I, I i'm taking advantage of where i'm at with it i'll say that much but there's still so many things that I still haven't even unlocked, you know what I mean, as a fighter. And I love that aspect. That's what's definitely keeping me pushing, you know, in these situations because looking at it now, there's been so many, like, <laughs> each promo video I'm starting to see now, it just makes you go, damn, they we got a lot of fighters on this roster and they picked me, you know, so – Little stuff like that, a lot of people take that and they go, let me, I'm going to ride this 15 minutes out. Why? I don't feel like it's a 15 minute. I've been doing this, you know what I mean? So that's why when like people ask me, have I changed or anything? Nothing's really changed but the interviews, you know? Like I'm doing more interviews. Other than that, nothing's really changed. And that's that's another thing too. I've got a great team around me that keeps me humble. And so with that, they're never going to let me get out of hand. Like, hey, for real? You that's how you oh so we talking like that now you know not in a heartbeat anybody from my team smack smack shit out of me I like in no no plan no and i'll just look at him and be like i deserve that i don't know why but <laughs> we'll talk about it later you know me type thing so that's another thing that that helps me be able to keep this positive energy going keeping this humbleness going and then that's helping me in my training with my day-to-day -day type stuff you know um it, it's it's great, man. There there's no <laughs> there's no negativity with this with this sport, you know. Except for time, you know, it takes time. But you, if you're you should be able to juggle, you know, your certain times, you know, especially UFC fighters now. Um, oh, I don't even want to get into the whole pay thing. I don't know what they're making, but I know they're taking care of me, which is helping out drastically with with me becoming a better fighter, you know. But uh. But yeah, man, I guess I say for the future's sake, we're just we're just trying to keep this this positive train going and keep on fighting and, and uh putting on good fights. Like uh I hate when people say win, lose, or draw, I'm gonna be a great fight. No, you you know, you wanna win, but honestly, win, lose, or draw, I'm gonna put on a show, you know. Uh I get that these people pay hard their hard earned money. What Dana just raised pay per view up five dollars. You know what I mean? So Yeah. Yeah, I think that as uh Oh man, I take that as they they're spending five more dollars. I gotta do a five forty, you know, I gotta do a five forty hook kick now. You know what I mean? I I, I a three sixty isn't enough. They're paying five dollars more. I've got to step my game up to make sure these people are getting their money's worth, you know. So instead of looking at it as, oh, Dana's just trying to nah, Dana's trying to make us become better fighters by putting that on, you know, putting that putting that extra pressure on us, you know. So as long as I feel like as long as I keep that mindset. I'll say two things about that real quick about that the price thing because it's become uh, you know very recent news. Um, a, I think that your mentality is fantastic. I don't think you need to put that on your shoulders. I think you're fine. 
like, I, don't, I don't think you need to make me feel good about spending that money because you're already doing that with the way you've, you've been performing. But I love that mentality. I think as an athlete, everybody should always feel that way, right? Um, but what I'll say about the price thing, like, dude, the, the UFC cards, for the most part, maybe except for a couple, it's worth the fucking money. Like, compared to other things people pay for, compared to boxing, compared to, like, other sports, like, listen, the show that you get and the amount of hours you can sit in front of TV and just be amazed and, you know, and the quality at which they produce everything, dude, you know, let's not fucking complain by $5. But anyway, that's my, my only take on it. Like, I, and even, I don't even want to put this in the air, but even as the fighters, like, if we've got to, well, you told me don't put it on me, but if we've got to throw a little bit out there, you know what I mean, just to to help it, whatever. I'd, I'd be more than willing to do some something like that. You know what I mean? But uh, because honestly, at the end of the day, what is the UFC without the fans? If these folks aren't buying these pay-per-views and all this other stuff, what are we just two grown men fighting back and forth, not making anywhere near as much, you know what I mean? Because nobody's watching at that point. Uh, so it, you have to dial back to your customer, your consumer, you have to, and you have to take care of these folks because literally if they stop watching, what happens to this sport? You know? So like, like this isn't the, I can't wake up tomorrow and go to, go to Walmart and work clock in and do it again. If these people stop watching, that's it. That's a wrap. I can go find another organization or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, but literally if, if everybody stopped watching, just sports in general, really, what would happen? Like all these top paid athletes, everybody would be, he, we, man, we, LeBron James would be the best grocery. Gr- <laughs> I was going to say LeBron too. I'm uh, tell- <laughs> he would be Yo, a terrible bagger at Walmart. Uh, bad, all my, you know what I mean? So like for real, like it, 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 it kills me sometimes with, with the fans that like, like with how they, hey man, you changed my life. I don't think you understand this, this, and you're like, yo, chill. At the end of the day, we're both humans. I appreciate I did that to you, but let's talk as humans first before you try to put me in a god complex. Like you know what I mean? Like stop. Like I've got folks, <laughs> I've got some crazy fans. I love them to death, but I talk to them all the time on some. Yo, you gotta chill. Hey man, look, <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. Like yo, stop. I don't want people out there. I mean, unfortunately. <laughs> But yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, that, like that's 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 to me the biggest thing, dude. Is is the fan support, doing podcasts, doing interviews, letting them know how I feel, why I appreciate them. You know what I mean? Like it, it's so much to be a great athlete and this and that, but it takes more to be a great person. You know, um, I had Gary V hit me up after that fight in New York. He said, I don't care about your front flip. I don't care about your fight. I don't care about the hook. I care about what you did after your fight. He goes, I just want to congratulate you on being a great person. So to get that from Gary V, man, I was just like, oh, I'm doing something right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also fuck off Gary V because Gary V's on the, he's dialed in. He's dialed into anything that can make money in, in, the, in, in this fucking life. Let's be real. I mean, the fucking guy created the guy. Gonna make an NFT off of me and then make some money. I was gonna say, if it wasn't for Gary Vee, I wouldn't see the word NFT all fucking day. So, you know, I listen, I agree with him. I appreciate your positivity and your niceness as a human being. But Gary Vee said, this guy's exciting. 
<laughs> Put a stamp on it. Bow. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, did he want to sign you to his promo- his uh, his uh, management company? Hey, man, look. All right. Well, I don't know if you're a psychic or something, but you need to stay out of people's business. Vayner Sports. Vayner Sports is dialed in too. Gary V Sports team, baby. GVS all day. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> let me see your shirt. Is that a Gary V shirt? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> oh, we haven't printed those yet. Those are coming soon. <laughs> the only man that can create them fucking doodles and sell them for millions of dollars. Uh, so- yeah. <laughs> I appreciate him. Dude, I, funny enough, I've been following Gary V. Um since Gary V used to rock um the fucking uh sweatbands or the whatever they're called. Uh yeah. and he was he was trying dirt on Conan O'Brien to talk about wine tasting when he first started the wine club thing online on his website. Yeah. I knew nothing about Gary Vee. I just knew he was this very entertaining guy to watch. He would sit there with a helmet that he would spit, a Jets helmet that he yeah. would spit. That, and by the way, I'm not a huge Gary Vee guy now, but I appreciate the guy. But he would spit his wine into the helmet, I believe it was. And it was him and like these old guys that I guess worked at the liquor store with his dad. And they that was the show, the wine library, li- library or whatever. And so like that, Gary Vee's been doing the fucking thing forever. Like the guy's, the guy's, a G, you know, he's a genius and he's a cool dude. He's yeah, a I lot. Of, uh, well, I think it's like it's called the Brilliant Idiots podcast. Like he was randomly on there, and he yeah. was just he was making money, and that's that was my thing. I was like, oh, okay, so I can stretch it there, and then do okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Then yeah, I heard his like backstory how he kind of inherited, but hey, you know whatever. Hey, he flipped it he and kept inherit, it. Uh, he didn't inherit shit. I thought he got the 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 he knew to taste the wine from what. From well, pops and what his, his dad owned a liquor store and he worked at it. And then once he got old enough, he kind of ran with it and made it more successful and then made, made the dad million dollars for it. And well, he became rich. You know, you're, right. you're right. Never mind. I'm, I'm flipping it in my head because he got into the to being able to like he could name every taste of whatever it was. Like, and do what he was on, on talk shows and shit on Conan and, and, and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, so he became popular I, for that stuff. Yeah, gotcha, you, gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. I need to go back and do my history. You know him better than me, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> like the for, the, his his foresight to like knowing what what's going to be popular. That's what I was making a joke about you. Like he he's always since the wine thing knew what was what was good content. What, was, what, thing, would, yeah. what would attract people? What would be the next thing that would be popular? The, that motherfucker said, uh, I don't know why I'm being, I guess because he says fuck a lot. I'm going to say fuck a lot. During <laughs> uh, one of the few people in the beginning too was talking about like wearable technology is going to be the next shit. And yeah. I was like, ah, kind of fizzled out. And here I am, by the way, I should have brought them today. I'm wearing fucking Ray-Bans that have uh, cameras on them now. but just a shit. <laughs> anyway. I'm telling you, <laughs> I hated the curve. I think he just goes to Japan and like two years earlier because literally there would be things I would see here. And I was like, I just saw that two years ago when I just fought in Japan, like that curve out there, like the whole 4K and stuff. They've been had that before it got here. All this other stuff. Like, I'll yeah. never forget my first time I hit Japan and I said, we're that far behind. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and we think we're like the hottest shit. You know what I mean? With everything. Isn't that funny? It killed yeah. me. How, oh, yeah. We've got this. We've got that. Yeah. Little do you know, you're two years behind on technology. Trust me. Watch this. My glasses do this. I'll see you right. in two years. You always do that. <laughs> right. 
That's true. Uh, so who's what? Who's who are we fighting next? What's the what's the name that we got? Um, uh, we <laughs> I've thrown so many names at this wall and none of them have stuck. So I'm just waiting. Not not to say it like that. Let me not say it like that. They've got so many people or so many heavyweights that they have to feed. They've got to make sure every lion on their on the roster is eating. Um, they just did a bunch of cuts. I don't know if you noticed, it was only like two heavyweights that really got cut out of the whole thing. So they still have a lot of heavyweights that they owe fights to, especially from this 2021 thing, the COVID stuff, you know, all this happened. No, oh, well, I can't fight because of COVID. I can't fight because of this. I can't fight because of that. Then you got guys still quote unquote on a contract that are, that are old fights. Um, I did my little, give me a fight right now. Give me a fight right now. Ah, I need a fight. And they were like, Hey, stop it right now. We mean, stop it. <laughs> we love you and we get it. But you can't do that, all right? And I was like, okay, I'll stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I went to my corner and I waited. And here's the bad thing. <clears throat> I was so, ah, give me a fight, give me a fight. And then they offered me a fight. And then, like, <laughs> of course, of course, when they offered me the fight, I've got too much crap going on, but I accept it. I accept it. And the dude backs out. And I'm like, we're really, but lo and behold, in the back of my mind, I'm like, yes, because I win. I'm just being honest. I was like, oh, who, who, but now in their mind, Chris will take these fights, you know. So I'm still in good gracious, even though I'll be honest, you did call the guy and say, please back out. Please, I'm not, I don't want to do this. (laughs) (laughs) I got these Twitter fingers going, and I was like, that's hilarious. Um, now, so like, are, are they floating any good names by you that you're interested in? Yeah. They're like, <laughs> the fans don't make it any better. Like, I can tell a lot of my fans just want me to get beat up real soon. Like, they're talking Derek Lewis, Big Bam Bam. They're like, yo. And I'm like, hey, man, y'all chill. Like, let me, <laughs> I just got my first win. What are y'all doing? Let me, let me climb this mountain before y'all throw me to the top, you know? But, uh, <laughs> But here's the thing. I would not if if they give me a camp, I don't care. If it's the number one guy, whoever it is, I'm I'm more than willing to go out there, you know. Um, and I promise, even if it is the number one guy, a show will be put on. And don't forget we have on four ounce gloves, so you never know what could happen. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, man, like uh <laughs> the who fan- do you want? Who do I want? Yeah, who do you want? You can't ask a guy who will fight anybody who he wants. Like, there's nobody in particular. I want, I want somebody that's gonna make me feel that pressure. I want. That's what I want. Like, because I know this last fight, I didn't. Not to say it like that, but I didn't. I didn't have the pressure on me, and I still performed well, which is rare for me. Normally, I need that pressure. I need that. Oh, we brought you in because you know we felt this guy's gonna develop, or or um. We know you can do all that stuff, but you're going to lose, you know, second round type thing. So I like that kind of pressure. You know what I mean? So um, I think I, I, I've said names as, as as much as Walt Harris. I fought Walt Harris when Walt Harris was a baby in the MMA, you know, and we went three rounds and his boxing. 
I don't know why he just doesn't go out there and just box and, you know, learn how to um, stop a shot because his boxing was bananas. Like I've been hit before and his jab alone made you contemplate why you're doing MMA. Like he hit me with a jab in the first round. I don't think I, I think I only got hit like twice with his jabs because the first one I was like, what the, what was that a straight? Was that a no? That was a jab, you know. So guys like Walt, and then I don't want to call guys like that out because he's he's I think still in like the top fifteen, top maybe even top ten type he, thing. But, he's, but like, he's had like four losses, hasn't he? Recently, like straight. Yeah. But yeah. hey, if you're you know if you're if you're Floyd Mayweather thinking that's perfect to climb the ranks. Because, no, no, no. I feel you. Yeah, strategically, yeah, you got to do what you got to do to get up there for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, but I know. Even even in his UFC stint, the the losses have been there. But like with Alistair, he was doing well, and yeah. you know, went down. Other fights, he was doing okay. Um, when he comes out and he when he comes out and you can tell when he comes out and doesn't care, he is whoa, like throwing jumping knees and stuff, and you know what I mean. Like yeah. it's a different fighter, you know. But um, but yeah, him him definitely. These people keep wanting to put me up against uh, Derek Lewis, and I need a camp for that. I'm going to go train with with Stipe if they ever do that or whatever because boxing-wise, it's the whole mindset that uh, – actually, what, what Creel Gaines going into with this fight is uh, you've got to hit me enough. Like, you're going to get hit. Let's just be honest. It's an MMA fight. You're going to get – I can't get hit by the big one, and you've got to hit me enough to get me out of there. As long as I make it through that – a lot of these guys don't realize, especially in heavyweight, it's all about cardio. Like, yeah. if you take a heavyweight past the second round and you can still bounce, it, it, it's it been proven now. You know what I mean? Like, uh, what was it? I'll, I'll throw it way back. Brock Lesnar and uh, Shane Carwin. There's no reason Shane Carwin should have lost that fight. But... Brock Lesnar was on that EPO, baby. Yeah, I said it. Whatever, I don't care. <laughs> Brock Lesnar had the cardio. Just EPO. Just EPO. <laughs> Just everything. <laughs> Alex, uh, what was it? Brock found that found that super pill, um, mm-hmm. and it was just at the cardio won that fight. Why was Cain Velasquez a great heavyweight? Cardio, like I don't. Great striker, whatever. Okay, I'll say good striker, good this, good that. Great cardio, you know. So, with these heavyweights, you make it out the first. It's anybody's ball game. Nine out of ten times, it's the heavyweight with more cardio's ball game, you know. So, that that's my 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 whole mindset with it. And then just watching these guys and living living this life. I've been in this game a hot minute. I've noticed my best fights is when the guy in front of me is gassed out because I've done too much to put him in that state, you know? So, um, that's, that's where we're, where my mindset is headed, especially going into this new year and just looking at it, you know, um, no, that's why it's tough to ask me who I want to fight. As long as I know I can get that cardio training in, I know I'm going to put up a good fight. I know for a fact, you know, what's, uh, what's your cardio training these days besides dancing or, or, or is dancing it? okay. So we'll say number two, uh, okay. swimming, a lot of swimming. Um, that's, I think that's a hidden thing that I wasn't even hidden. Everybody's got a pool or knows where to go. It's there, but people just don't like getting wet. I guess. I don't know. I don't know what, what the whole mindset is of it, but 
that pool, if you if you get in the deep end of a pool and you get into the ring, it's the exact same thing. Because if I'm in that ring and I can't swim and I can't do what I need to do to tread water and survive, I'm going to drown. If I get in that cage and I can't throw my jabs and I can't tread and I can't get away from them, I'm going to drown or get knocked out. Or, you know what I mean? So, that, so yeah, no matter how tough you are, at one point your body says, sorry, it ain't happening. Exactly. In that pool, no matter how tough you are, it's unforgiving. If you if you have your right mindset in there, like you well, better I was, the I was talking about the cage. I don't know shit about the cage. <laughs> we've all been tired. We've all been tired in a pool. Not all of us have been in the cage, you know. <laughs> it's the same thing. I'm telling you right now, it's the same thing. Everybody's good with treading water for that first five minutes. After that first five minutes, you gotta start figuring out new ways. Okay, instead of doing this now, I gotta do this. Okay, yeah. I gotta do this now. Okay, that's getting tiring. Now what do I gotta do? Okay, I'm trying to try this now you know what i mean low now let me just use my legs you know what i mean so that pool brings in that whole aspect of a fight man like and even more because in the cage i'll get knocked out guess what i can wake back up and oh man we can do this again in the pool i drown if ain't nobody there that's a wrap baby <laughs> Woo, the pool is undefeated when it comes to that you know so that that's 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 a big part of the uh a big part of the training and look at look at the greats ali one of his greatest pictures is of him in a pool. Yep. Exactly. You know what I mean? Throwing punches. So um, that that's that's a huge thing, the pool. And then um, video games. If you <laughs> if you can't keep your mind fresh in this thinking man's game, what are you doing? This is chess, not checkers. You know what I mean? Like you have to be able to think on the fly. Me personally, video games do that for me. Like especially when it comes to the fighting games, Tekken. Oh, I'm getting beat up by Kazuyu right now. I got to figure out what I need to do to stop Kazuyu. If it's the hitting the same button and doing the same punch the same time, <laughs> then I'm going to do that the whole round. But how does that play into an MMA fight? Hey, man, the fans are booing you because all you're doing is throwing a jab. But am I winning? Okay, cool. Because at the end of the day, those fans are going to remember my win over that loss. So when they go back and look at my record, they'll be like, okay, yeah, he won, he won, he won. They're not going to say that's a boring fight. They're going to be like, he won, he won, he won. They're not going to break it down. They just look at it and go, he won, he won, he won. That's it. You know what I mean? So that's another thing too like that, that we're taking into this is I'm going to appease the fans regardless, but then I need to also dial back and make sure I'm getting that, you know, that win. Cause I can do a thousand three sixty kicks and still lose a fight if I don't land any of them, you know? So, um, but yeah, man, th those are my, my, my three things, man, video games, swimming and whatnot. And then, you know, just, just trying to stay positive, man, just, and it's worked out. <laughs> I think what a, what an, uh, uh, uplifting message for all those kids out there gaming it away. Right. <laughs> I ain't, hope. Fortnite. I ain't say Fortnite or nothing like that. That's <laughs> you need your virtual fighters. You know, you, you need your fighting games. Even that Creed it's, thing. <laughs> it's funny that it's it is it it sounded funny to me when you first said it. But um, as you were talking, I was thinking of how many fighters are gamers. And, and by the way, a lot of a lot of the good ones. Anderson Silva, like John Jones, like uh, Alistair Over. Alistair plays games, Stipe games all the time, uh, Stylebender, all of them game, man. All right. of them. <laughs> it's so funny. I just thought you were all a bunch of dorks. I'm just joking. 
what they did is a bunch of dorks in the in the, in the house playing video games. <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. Uh, that's hilarious, brother man. It's been such a pleasure having you on. Uh, make sure you you make your way around the country to train with all these people, but stop in Philly. So join us over here. Um, I know a good heavyweight. That's a, a friend of the show that uh, just fought. Uh, uh, what's his name? Derek Lewis, who who you could train with, I'm sure. Mr. Chris Dawkins. Yeah, that's our boy. We have the same first name. I would love to train with him. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's been on the show three four times, and he's he's a buddy of the show. He's he, uh, yeah, link, he's link me to him, man. Link me with him. Good dude. From I will. just what I've seen, just from his interactions on like interviews and stuff. I was just like, oh, oh. yeah. Guy. Not only are they good dudes, there is no glamour. I don't mean this in a bad way. No glamour to these guys, like him and his brother. Um, they are just hardworking, good Philly people. Like, oh, as, as you know, as dude, I'll link you guys up. I think you would appreciate him. Um, and get yeah. the work. I mean, he's you know he's coming off that loss, but the guy's got some fucking hands on him, and he's got all sorts of skills too. I'm sure. Yeah, no, he actually he beat up a <laughs> park reporter. Which is like we, me and Parker have like a weird long line. He might actually they threw his name out there. I'll just say that that was one of the names that didn't stick on the wall. But um, when he beat up Parker Porter, I was like, wow, this guy's different because Parker was Parker came out there, you know what I mean, and was throwing things. And the way Chris responded to it, I was like, yeah. this guy's gonna this guy's gonna be somebody. Yeah, yeah, but he's been on a fucking rocket ship, like you know, like I. I Getting to getting already to a to a Derek Lewis that fast that's that, not had he won he would like literally his next fight would be a title contention or you know <laughs> wow Which man. Is so and by by you know he'll be fine dude anybody gets it by Derek Lewis you're gonna be you there's a high yeah. chance you might go down so when that 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 Curtis Blades uppercut knockout oh. that's what did it for me like literally he didn't even get full like oof behind it and curtis went and i was like i, I, I took tylenol for two days just from watching that fight Shit. <laughs> i thought there was a sniper in the crowd i was like okay he got shot there's no way <laughs> right, just, right 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 <laughs> oh lord um well brother like i said you're invited over here anytime you want uh, thanks for being on the show. Wish you tons of success and uh, keep the keep the positivity going, man. We all need it. Yes, sir. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for having me. All right, brother. Talk soon. Yes, sir. What a good dude. What a story that has to be a movie. <laughs> right. I mean, how many chances did he get to do all these <laughs> all these things? Slips into his brother's like Olympic level. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even know how to like get to his athleticism, like where that comes from, uh, his agility. That would be boring to talk about. But um, I mean, if he continues to get those opportunities, and he continues, he has a. I think the positive mindset is a huge fucking thing and and we need more of that and i think that's part of the reason why he has the doors opening for him you got being likable and not faking it you know what i mean he's not pushing it you know that was as as, as fun of a conversation as i've had um so anyway before we wrap this up please subscribe please share please like please hit the bell please follow us on instagram at cage side show 
Uh, grab one of these sexy Philly hits different shirts that are out designed by yours truly. Um, listen, if you're not supporting the show through things like the shirts, then get the fuck off our channel. I'm just joking. Uh, you can stay on the channel. Uh, no, uh, good looking shirt. Uh, I heard it makes you hit harder and have better ground game. That's the word on the street. I'm sticking to it. Thanks for watching.